You're listening to Super Power Up with multidimensional master, superpower expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Tonya Donrekla. If you're ready to disrupt reality, then sit down, strap in, and prepare to experience the show that proves there is no spoon. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and I'm so excited for today's show. We're going to be talking about the power of prayer, and and so incredibly crucial that as we as we look forward to um, what what we're building and what we're creating and lessons learned from this space that we've been in, and and, and the the questions and the intrigues and and everything else that it's opened up, I think it's really important that we take some ownership uh, of what what we're thinking about, where, where, where we're thinking about it in terms of where we're placing those thoughts, where, how are we sending them out? Are, are we being intentional with our word? And a big topic here lately has been around intentionality, manifestation, and, and how do we match up the material with what we perceive to be as the spiritual? And today's guest is such a delight in that space and her bodies of work that she's produced in, in the areas of, of being mindful of that and really um, having that awareness and, and being able to tap into spirit and walk that walk in, in alignment and communion with it and listen and, and everything that goes into that dialogue, she's developed a, a breadth of material in that space. And, and so I'm excited to invite her onto the show to talk today about the power of prayer and how important it is that we're, we're paying attention to that. Um, I know a lot of you get frustrated when you say, you know, this is what I want, this is what I want, but this is what I'm getting. And a lot of times we don't want to look at well, where are we perhaps asking for, requesting, sending out signals, broadcasting in some way, something that um, we don't realize that, that, that some aspect of it does desire and, and we're not real clear on why it would desire it because it feels so incredibly painful um, or, or undesirable to us. And so this, this conversation is a lot deeper than, than perhaps what you heard in Sunday school. And so I'd like to invite you to just take a breath and, and if prayer has some connotations for you, Think of mindfulness, think of um, intentionality, think of intuition, think of, think of how we communicate our desires and, and how we communicate with the external environment. Um, and just, just be willing to open up to a bit more expansive conversation, perhaps, than what you've had in the past. Without further ado, please join me in welcoming Susan Shumsky to the show. Susan, thanks so much for joining us. I am thrilled to be here with you today, Tonya. Uh, well, th- it's a delight to have you, and I'm really excited to be able to share your your depth of wisdom with our audience today. We're going to start a little more frivolously, though, or per- perhaps not frivolously, playfully is, is a better word, because I do feel that there's a, a, a world of depth to any dialogue around our abilities and our gifts and what we're here for. And of course, in our world, those are superpowers. So Susan, what are your superpowers? Well, I think maybe... My greatest superpower is being able to listen to the still small voice within and receive divine guidance, wisdom, and inspiration from within, being able to have direct conversations with God, two-way conversations where I ask and receive, and also I'm willing to follow the guidance that I do receive. Mm. Not being able to get it clearly, but actually acting upon it. do something with it. Well, and it's yes. so funny, like, like it, it's one, it, you know, on some level we can be like, well, yeah, of course, but it's like, oh no, 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 not of course. Like that there's so that we could probably unpack that dialogue for the next three years. So it's, it's so it's, it, there, there's a lot in that. Right. And, and, and that's part of the invitation with the show is, is it's easy to use words, 
but but the words have like are the filtered down representation of, of the conceptual the conceptualization of everything and then into the thoughts that that eventually become the words and and it's it's hard sometimes for our humanness for our personhood to be able to say okay how do i communicate what i know to be true or how do i adequately communicate with this kind of abstract beingness ocean space however you view the divine how do i communicate when when i feel so limited in that right and and so so how do you let, let's take it back a step so in connection connecting people into you know, how do they even know what the divine is and how to hear it or, or what to hear? How do you, like, let's let's do newbies. I, like, this is all to them, but things got shook up a little bit. So now they're going, okay, maybe I need to be paying attention to this divine spiritual work. How do you start with people on that? I think we basically be- begin by defining what spirit, with a capital S, or God, or whatever you want to call it, is. Uh, that spirit, the divine spirit, is the creator and also the underlies and gives rise to the entire universe. And that spirit is everywhere present. It's really important that we understand that spirit is everywhere present. It's not up in some cloud somewhere, sitting in the sky or something. That that is actually your very breath. It is actually the blood that flows through your veins. It is your own being. It's your own thoughts, words, deeds. It's everything that you are because God is everywhere and you are somewhere. So by definition, you are where God is. Uh, Mm -hmm. Since God is within everything and everyone, you are that divine presence. It is within you. You are Mm -hmm. the incarnation of God. You know, that's mm-hmm. pretty pompous and ridiculous, but in fact, God is everywhere. It's within your cells, it's within your being, it's within your mind, your heart, your spirit. Well, in the fact so that, that would go to this, go ahead, to understand because, because if in fact God is present everywhere, spirit, whatever you want to call it, is present everywhere, then you must easily be able to contact and communicate with and be one with in fact spirit because you are well, and, I, and i love that that you can so eloquently say that and then in the same breath acknowledge that we've got some really significant collective stories about that and so one of the sayings that came through me was we are the god of the god we are and it it followed a really deep inquiry and, and look and relationship with the divine into okay like, I get it. Philosophically, I totally get it. Like, oneness is a concept we can all kind of wrap our minds around at a certain level, but the beingness of oneness kind of trips us up, you know? And so, so again, it's the mirror of what we perceive to be the material reality with these concepts that, that if we're honest, we, we all get on some level, but, but the, the um, interweaving or the allowing one to inform the other, vice versa, um, you know, we're still in the practice of, and, and I think some, some further along in that practice than others, but it is a bizarre thing to think about. We, we kind of, you know, have all these stories in our collective around the sacrilege and even suggesting um, for some, it's, it's even thinking that Jesus called us to, to, to walk like he did, right? That, that, that's bizarre to a lot of people. And it feels very sacrilegious based on how they consumed religiosity early on or, or in their life now. 
And then we have the whole other extreme, which is like, well, of course, like, of course, we're an aspect of the divine, like, what else would we be, right? And so, so it's really <laughs> fascinating to engage in these conversations. And it's like, how can all of this be true? And, and ultimately, it is all real. And, and we get to choose how we interact with it, which I think is that concept of prayer, right, that we're asking people to, to, to really expand into in a different way. So, so we do have to take a break. And I know this, this is about to get really yummy and juicy here. And I, I, I've seen it coming and I can feel Susan. She, she's so, anyway, she's great in this space. So give us a second. We're going to take a quick break and then come back and really dive deeply into that conversation. But before we do, Susan, where send people to find out more about you? I have a couple of websites, uh, drsusan.org, drsusan.org, and also divinetravels.com. That's plural on the travels, divine, D-I-V-I-N-E-T-R-A-V-E-L-S.com. Beautiful. And we'll have those links on the site, folks, or if you download the app, you can get them there also. Stay with us. We're going to be right back following this break. You're not going to want to miss what comes next. We're talking today about the power of prayer with Susan Chomsky. We'll be right back. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Awesome. We're back. You're listening to Disrupt Reality today on the Superpower Up Network. And we're talking about the power of prayer with Susan Shumsky. And I, you know, before the break, I knew it. I, you know, we, we're going there. There's, there's this really in-depth dialogue around, Susan, you nailed it on the head at the beginning of the episode of, of like, how do we know how to pray, how to meditate, how to commune, how to do whatever, if we're not real sure what we believe is, is this element or if we believe. And then, and then by virtue of that, who we are by by proxy, right? And what that relationship is. And, and, and then we get into, well, you know, what's reality? And then there's a lot of really deep questions in that we could get lost in for lifetimes. How do we stay kind of um, ahead of those conversations? How do we how do we not let those just consume us with the overwhelmingness of them and, and just keep taking one foot, like putting one foot in front of the other and stepping mm-hmm. into relationship with the divine? Absolutely. So, first of all, let's define prayer. Prayer is every thought, every word, and every action that you do. Uh, Lord Buddha said it very eloquently in the very first verse of the first chapter of the Dhammapada. He said, All that we are is the result of what we have thought. Now, I'm going to repeat repeat this because I want everyone (laughs) to digest this idea. He said, all that we are is the result of what we have thought. And then he goes on to say, if a person speaks or acts with a pure thought, 
then happiness follows him or her. If a person speaks or acts with an impure thought, then unhappiness follows him or her. And by the way, Jesus said exactly the same thing. He said, we are not defiled by what we put into our mouths. We are defiled by what comes out of our mouths. Mm. So I want to emphasize that what both of these great saints were telling us is that we are creating and manifesting our own reality moment by moment, day by day, through every thought, every word, and every deed. That we are manifesting that both individually and collectively. So that's why it's so important that we be mindful of what thoughts are we are uh, entertaining in our minds, what words are coming out of our mouths, and what we're doing. Now, it's not necessarily so easy to have absolute control over the thoughts that are floating in and out of our minds, because many of those thoughts are just, sometimes they're not even our own thoughts, by the way. They might be the col- tapping, we might be in the, tapping into collective consciousness. Also, it's hard to control our own subconscious beliefs and all of that. However, we have a tremendous amount of control over what comes out of our mouths and what actions we perform. So that's why we need to really be very careful about what we say, what we speak. And especially if we're going to invoke the mighty I am presence by using the words I am. Whenever you use the words I am, you want to say something, after you say those words, you want to say something that you really want to own, that you want to manifest in your life, because those words have incredible powers of manifestation. So if we're going around and saying, oh, I'm so terrified, I'm so scared, I'm so unhappy, I'm so sick, I'm so poor, I'm so ugly, I'm so stupid. I mean, these types of affirmations, that is not what you want to own. It's better to go around saying, even if you don't necessarily believe it fully, it's much better to say things like, I'm getting better and better every day. I am happy. I am joyous. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am intelligent. These types of affirmative prayers are much more effective if we want to have a happy life. Even the words, I am happy, you know, that's a lot better than, than just complaining all the time. So it's really, really important that what we say be something that we want to own. That's so brilliant. And I love the intertwining of the both both those extremely complex esoteric concepts and as well as the, the very practical, like, like, like Susan said at the beginning, folks, that you have to be willing to take the guided action that comes. Well, you can't take guided action if you don't know what you're being guided about. And you can't really know what you're being guided about if you have no idea who's guiding you. Right. And so, and so it is a weird space because the, the, total abstraction of the I am is difficult for us to wrap our minds around. And yet we have to at least be willing to say, okay, I'm okay. Not totally understanding all of this, 
but I know I'm choosing to believe this. And, um, and sometimes that can be frightening. Um, but, but let's say so, so folks are, are a little bit further down their journey than, than that. And, and they, they are in, in prayer and they, they have a phenomenal relationship with God or spirit, divine, however they want to refer to it. And they feel really um, confident in that. And yet they're, they're still not seeing, quote unquote, in the projection what they, what, they, what they want or what they think they want. And they don't understand why they can't get those two realities to kind of mesh together. Um, that phase of moving into the integration or the embodiment of this work, um, what, what we find is, is that people tend to shy away from it a little bit because we still remember what it felt like to, you know, kind of unplug the first time, right? To, to even start being aware that we have a spirit or might be a spiritual being or all of these other things. And then the onslaught of growth and development that, that transpires from that. Well, well, as we move into the integrative embodiment, work, it, some of those memories come back up because it feels very similar. Um, and, 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 and especially when people have built lives and businesses and, and entire structures in that space, I think it feels a little overwhelming. What, how, how do we walk people from, from okay, we know that there, there's more depth and levels to uncover in your relationship with the divine, and, and yet collectively we, we we have stories around that journey being laced with poverty and 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 pauper status or or sacrifice or whatever the case may be and i don't believe that that's necessarily has to be the case every time um but yet we carry it and so so the courage to step into this new space is, is part of this but then but then the how how do we if we if we think we have a good relationship with the divine how do we move into the embodiment of it when it's such an incredibly kind of abstract concept? Oh, that's a really great question, Tonya. Uh, the reality is that we are creating our own destiny moment by moment, day by day, with every thought, every word, and every deed. And many of our thoughts, words, and deeds are based upon false beliefs that we have bought through our conditioning, through the brainwashing that we've gone through. And these false beliefs, unfortunately, create manifestations of situations and circumstances that we're very unhappy with. So if we believe that spiritual, for example, if we believe that spiritual people can't be rich or that it's unspiritual, to have money, to have wealth, to be prosperous, to be successful. If we think that we are abandoning God by becoming rich, <laughs> then that, unfortunately, we're going to stay very poor throughout this lifetime. So it's really important for us to sort of take inventory or take stock of what the beliefs are that we have bought into, often subconsciously, that are creating manifestations that are making us unhappy. Uh, such things as sex is bad, money is bad, uh, material world is bad. All of these things these ideas 
are going to manifest situations in your life that you don't necessarily want. <laughs> so, you're, you're so matter of fact, you're like, and that's just how it is. <laughs> like, we, can, we, can, we can swim upstream or we can swim downstream, folks. Which would you prefer? <laughs> exactly. So. And, 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 and I get it. Like, it, it, I am chuckling and in total appreciation, folks. I've been there. We're on the same journey. And, and it, 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 it's easy to, in moments to chuckle. And, and in other moments, there's no chuckling. Like, it's devastating. And it, and it, and it feels like you're being torn apart from the inside out. And it's, and, and I get it. Um, so, but we have to find humor in it, right? We have to find joy Absolutely. in the midst of it. And we have to keep our eyes on the point, which, which is, again, if you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you're motivated by developing a deeper relationship with God, with spirit, with divine, then you know what motivates you. You know what your internal compass is walking you toward. And you are, in full, you are fully supported by, by the, the hosts of heaven and, and the depths of the universe in, in that pursuit. If not, right, if that's not of interest to you or you're not sure, then, then, then you are kind of doing the swim against the current part of life. And that's okay too. Like there, there, there's value in those experiences. But as Susan so eloquently is pointing out, you don't have to, right? Like how long do you want to torture yourself is essentially it. But, but it's hard when you're in it to even see that there's an option, right? I mean, I mean, let's, let's take current, current affairs and, and, and the world getting turned on its ear and all kinds of experiences that people didn't anticipate. Um, it, it can be hard to hold that pursuit in, in, the, um, in the face of all of that, um, especially when people around you are, are sick and dying. Um, exactly. Yeah. It's, we can't make light of this, folks. Like no one gets to escape the, the, the experience. Like we can know this, we can see it, we can commune with God all day long. God could tell us exactly how things are going to line up, but we don't escape the experience. We can't fake the funk, right? You have to move through it. And certainly there are techniques that make it more smooth and, and, and more graceful. And yet we, we all will move through because nothing can stand on the other side of this. The only way to the other side is through it. So that's where it stands. And, and, and it is a form of self-torture. If you consider, if you continue to look at these beliefs that Susan's talking about that you hold, that you're probably not even really sure why you started to think them in the first place, let alone cement them into your reality as beliefs that are creating on your behalf. Exactly. And Tonya, it's really important for us to take several steps back into a state of self-reflection. And in that state of self-reflection, it's really vital for every individual to discover why they're here in the first place, what their mission is, because we were not thrown upon this earth arbitrarily. Every one of us has something to do. So before you begin praying or you begin affirming uh, whatever, you, whatever practice you want to do, it's important for us to find out what's highest wisdom for us to do in the first place. So I believe that meditation is the most vital skill that we need to learn, especially in a time of crisis, in a time of, of pandemic, in the time of uh, uncertainty of the future, an uncertain future. Meditation intuition is really the skill we need to learn. 
So asking and receiving, uh, being willing to communicate with spirit, with a capital S, and ask what is wise for me to do in this specific situation, or what is wise for me to manifest in my life, or what is wise, what is my true mission? What, what am I supposed to be doing at this time? Uh, these are the kinds of questions that we need to ask. We need to learn how, how to ask, and we need to learn how to receive. And most importantly, we need to learn how to follow the guidance that we do receive. Mm. So inner guidance goes hand in hand with prayer. In fact, it really is the precursor of prayer because we want to find mm-hmm. out what to pray for before we start praying <laughs> because you can manifest all kinds of things by using the law mm-hmm. of attraction. You can manifest anything, but once you get it, do you really want it? So well, and <laughs> can I, I want to jump in here a second. I sure. do think that there's opportunity to use relationships with God as a means of requesting clarity too. Um, but but to Absolutely. Susan's point, like, don't let the lower asks of you pray for something other than guidance, because because then then you do end up manifesting kinds of that's like the genie in the bottle, right? Um, you know that thing comes with strings. So you got to be careful. But the um, but you you can always develop relationship and communion with with, with God and 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 ask for for clarity and allow that can be a really beautiful conversation that you had have, have to have understanding first however if you think you know what you want need probably best to get some um some divine guidance on that as well <laughs> it's always wise to get divine guidance because even if you feel very confident and assured about your path you can always learn more and get greater insight through asking spirit and through starting a dialogue with spirit and listening to the inner voice, which is, by the way, not only going to give you the best advice because it's the smartest voice in the room. It's a lot smarter than your ego. Your higher self is much smarter. So you'll not only will you get the best advice, but you'll also get the incredible experience of communion with spirit, which is an experience of unconditional love, of feeling so loved, so comforted, feeling at home, feeling ecstasy and bliss. And it's a mystical communion with the divine, which is so powerful, which takes you out of this mundane existence and into a realm of pure love and you'll never have that experience of love that you have with the divine it's so incredible and you will never feel alone again so this connection with spirit is the ultimate experience and it is the heartfelt desire of every human being, even though they don't necessarily know it, that divine presence is the ultimate experience. And it will give you uh, so much confidence because when you listen to the inner voice and follow its guidance, you'll 
be able to make all decisions with peaceful confidence and you'll be able to uh, direct your life in a way that will bring you the greatest joy, the greatest fulfillment, prosperity, happiness, love, all that your heart desires. So uh, manifesting your heart's desires comes from finding out what those desires are in the first place. Mm, by asking, I think that's so powerful. Asking spirit and receiving the answers. Mm -hmm. Well, and so, so really the show could have been the power and responsibility of prayer in the sense that it, you know, with, with great powers comes great responsibility, folks. Like the, you know, I, I know all of you want to change the world and, and, and we hear from you and we feel your hearts on that. And there is responsibility that, that, that goes with that because it ultimately means being willing to change yourself. And as, as, I mean, as far as I can tell in, in my journey and the journeys of the thousands of people that we've helped in this, there's only one way to do that. And, and it is through that, that embrace, that full embrace. And, and, and we got to get good with, with, with these ideas that, that have been introduced in this episode around you know, what, what does it mean to carry the divine light in us? What does it mean to be an aspect of the divine? What does it mean to be the divine? What does it mean to walk this world in that, in the, but not of it? What, what, what is that experience? Um, and all I ask, so you don't buy in, you don't have to, you don't have to drink the clay, but before you make the choice about whether or not it's true, I encourage you to just spend a moment asking yourself, would you want it to be? That's a technique we, we got from the teaching pastor at our church, Mark Moore, and I love that. I refer to it so frequently. We're so quick to judge and so quick to think we know and so quick to want to protect ourselves with our yeses and our noes. Sit with it a moment and say, if it's possible, would I want this to be true, right? Because a lot of us can't even fathom something beyond First, caveating it with if it's possible, right? So, so meet yourself where you're at, and 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 if you can't answer that question, then then sit with that question. If you know the answer to that question, and and it's a hell yes for you, then then take the guided action. Get really serious about that communion. Sit in meditation. Make sure you know what it feels like to be in that relationship, and then act as that relationship, not as the personhood that most of us were programmed to operate as. It's weird. It does weird things. Weird things start happening and miracles start occurring and you think you're crazy and, you know, all kinds, and we've got a whole community of people who are also experiencing weird things. And if we're all crazy, then at least we're in it together. Um, but it is <laughs> worth the pursuit. And I think you can feel from Susan and hopefully you can feel from, from my heart, just, just how deeply um, we believe that that's accessible for everybody and that it is the what we're compelled toward what we what we what we want what, what we're designed to receive um, and we encourage you to pursue that Susan you're, you're, you're delightful I really appreciate you coming on the show let's guide people again to to where they can find you and find out more about your amazing body of work drsusan.org drsusan.org and also divine travels.com that's plural on the travels divine travels.com beautiful well thank you so much for joining us on the show and for the for the amazing work that you've gifted the world with we really really appreciate you and honor honor that that exchange that you've given so thank you 
Well, thanks for inviting me, Tonya. I really enjoyed speaking with you today. Beautiful, beautiful. And to all of you out there, as always, we appreciate your loyalty. We know you're listening. To keep the conversation going, go to superpowerexperts.com forward slash messages um, and, and get involved with our, our series, our current series, and, and, and connect in there with the weekly messages. Um, listen to a podcast today, folks. Attune yourself to something bigger, something better, um, something that makes your heart sing. Um, until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers, and change the world, everyone. We love you all. Bye-bye. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.